Good morning, everyone. My name is Teddy Ragsack, and you're listening to Ted's Talk Sports. This episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. All right, guys, so I I don't understand how my Lakers are taking L's, and we haven't even, they haven't even started the season yet. I mean, I... You know, I don't know. It's it's very frustrating. Um, I don't even know what to... I don't know. I'm just kind of hurt right now. But anyway, so what I'm referring to, obviously, is the big news that DeMarcus Cousins tore his ACL um, practicing. And it, it's almost like DeMarcus Cousins has this, like, checklist of, of injuries, of these major sports injuries. Like, oh, Achilles, check, ACL, check, quad, check. It's almost like... Like, he's trying to get through all of them. Um, but, I don't know. I think this is... I'm obviously not too happy about this. But, and, you know, I wanted to make this episode a little bit earlier. <clears throat> but I was a little under the weather this week. So that's why this, that's why this episode is coming out a couple days later. I know this news broke out, I think, on Wednesday. And um, this video is coming out on Saturday. So this is a little bit later than I wanted to have this episode. But, obviously, I wasn't feeling well. So I kind of what I kind of want to do with this video is I kind of wanted to give my initial thoughts on this injury and then three different players that I think are uh, good fits to replace DeMarcus Cousins because clearly he's not going to be returning this season. So initially, in, t- in regards to my reaction to this injury, I had the same about I had about the same reaction that everybody else did. I was thinking, oh crap, we're going to have a huge liability at the five now. Um, and it was really, it's really upsetting too, you know, obviously I'm a big sports fan, so I followed the NBA playoffs. DeMarcus Cousins, you know, I think he was poised for a, for a comeback season. He averaged 16 points, eight rebounds, uh, 1.5 blocks last season on 25 minutes per game. He only played 30 games last season, but it looked like he was, you know, starting to get into his stride. He looked, he looked, you know, um, he looks pretty solid. And if he wasn't necessarily blocking the shot at the rim he was altering a lot of shots and you could kind of see um in that series that the Raptors didn't really want to drive as much because Demarcus was starting to you know make the right reads on the person driving to the basket and he was able to you know alter a lot of shots and I don't know I I thought he was looking a lot better um and again those numbers they're really solid numbers and the Lakers are definitely losing a very valuable asset to the team now I want to make something very very clear because Later, you'll see in this video, I get a little bit more optimistic. I want to make something super, super crystal clear, okay? This DeMarcus Cousins getting injured for the whole season is not a good thing for the Lakers. This, this is something that will hurt the Los Angeles Lakers, okay? But I'm just saying it's not necessarily the end of the world. Um, so here's what a lot of people forget about the center position in the NBA. The center position is dead. Okay, I mean, this isn't the early 2000s where you need a need a center to, you know, bang down low against Shaq or Ben Wallace or Tim Duncan. You know, this is just this is a way different league. Okay, I mean, the Warriors won the finals with like Zaza Pachulia at center. So I don't know for me today. So in like, I don't know, today um, in the NBA, having a center, it's just not as important as it once was. You know, it's just not as important. Um so there's already, you know, the, the first easy fix that everyone thought of. Okay, so our center's hurt. Let's just move, um, Anth- let's just move AD there. Let's move Anthony Davis over to over to the five. But there's already reports talking about how Anthony Davis will not be playing the five. 
So I think as of right now, I mean, this could change. This is, this is totally fluid. This could totally change. But as, as of right now, this very moment, I think that asking Anthony Davis uh, to play the five is going to be out of the question. But so that means that our starting center is going to be JaVel McGee. But, you know, JaVel McGee's not bad. I think, I honestly think that JaVel McGee being on the show Shaqton a Fool gave everyone, uh, it sort of misrepresented who he really is. Because, you know, in 22 minutes per game last season, he averaged 12 points, 7.5 assists, and I'm sorry, 7.5 assists, that'd be ridiculous, 7.5 rebounds, and two blocks. Those are really good numbers. Those are, those are quality numbers. Um, JaVale McGee's very athletic. He can, he, he can't space the floor like DeMarcus Cousins could, but he's, you know, he could definitely, uh, you could definitely run with him. He's not like the slow plotting center, um... I think DeMarcus would be a little bit slower than um, than JaVel would be. But, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I think JaVel's pretty good. And, you know, people really forget that the first half of last season, JaVel was a candidate for the for Defensive Player of the Year. He was playing that good. He was playing that well. He is a very good rim protector. Um, and, yeah, no, I, I, I think I have no issue with JaVel starting at center. Is he the same as DeMarcus Cousins? No. Okay, DeMar- DeMarcus Cousins, the, his biggest attribute right now, just because, well, not right now, obviously he's hurt, <laughs> but he, one of his biggest attributes, if he wasn't hurt, was that DeMarcus Cousins is a very good shooter. JaVel McGee is not a very good shooter, so we're losing a lot of spacing on the floor, okay? But JaVel McGee is going to provide three things for us, okay? He's going to provide shot blocking, he's going to provide rebounding, and he's going to be able to finish at the rim, which is really all we're going to be asking from him. We're not going to be asking JaVale McGee to have a really, you know, versatile, um, you know, offensive game down in the post where he's making hook shots and all these different funky pivot moves and everything like that. We're only going to be asking JaVale McGee to just, you know, get some rebounds, play some defense. And then when Anthony Davis and LeBron get the ball, just get out the way. <laughs> That's pretty much all we're going to be asking him to do. Um... And also, too, on top of it, he has experience playing in the finals, which, you know, it's, it's, it helps, you know, having that on your team. Um, and I, now for the next question, this is something that I, I kind of addressed a little bit earlier. And this is, you know, do, do I think that DeMarcus Cousins will, DeMarcus Cousins will return this season? Um, absolutely not. I think that there's a 0% chance. I don't think DeMarcus Cousins is going to rush himself back from an injury. DeMarcus Cousins has already lost over $150 million dollars you know, from all of his injuries and, you know, not wanting to sign, maybe being a little stubborn here or there. He's already lost $150 million. Okay. If he doesn't prove that he could still play after the ACL injury, he's going to be out of the league. I mean, I just, I think he'll maybe get one more contract and one, a one year contract and they'll see how he looks. But you know, the NBA is pretty cutthroat. I I really don't see how DeMarcus Cousins is going to, you know, going to, you know, come back from this. Um, but anyways, so I don't think he's going to be returning. I saw some stat where it's like in the last 10 years, only two players in the NBA have returned sooner than 11 months. So I really, really don't think that DeMarcus Cousins, um, is going to be returning. I, I don't think he should return. I just, you know, he's just battling through so many, so many different injuries right now. I just don't think it's good for him. I think he's probably going to try to get some workouts when he comes back with some other teams. Um... And, you know, couple that with the fact that, you know, Boogie is coming back from a ruptured Achilles and a quad injury. Do we even know if he was really ever, you know, do we do we even know if DeMarcus Cousins actually ever 
fully recovered from either one of those injuries. Because I know he kind of had a similar um, situation as Kevin Durant where, you know, he kind of wanted to get back on the court and then he gets this quad injury. He was kind of pushing himself a bit. Um, so I'm really curious to see how this whole, you know, how he, how he looks when he gets better. Um, but, you know, I think it would be ridiculous of us to expect him to rush back from his third major injury because it just wouldn't make any sense unless it's a minor tear or, or a partial tear. I, it sounds like it's a pretty big tear, like a full-blown ACL injury. So I'm not expecting him to return this season. Okay, so now let's get to the three candidates for the Lakers uh, to replace DeMarcus Cousins. So since we have JaVale McGee, and JaVale McGee uh, obviously has the talent to be a starting caliber center in the NBA, I think that these are gonna we're gonna be looking at more for like backup centers. Because yeah, we have the Lakers have Jonathan Williams, but I don't feel too comfortable with Jonathan Williams being our second center off the bench. So I think I think maybe Jonathan Williams could be like the third center off the bench. But but mainly these three candidates that I'm referring to are probably gonna be backup centers, maybe playing 10 to 15 minutes per game. So the first name might come as a surprise. Um, is Dwight Howard. Now, like I said before, I, I'm sure this is going to get some Laker fans all riled up. But in all honesty, I think that Dwight Howard, if he can stay healthy, I think he'd be a really good option for us. Um, so, you know, let's get all the bad stuff about Dwight Howard out of the way. So, yes, he is battling back from a list of injuries. Last season, he had back surgery for like the third time or whatever in his career. Not like that season. That would be crazy, but no. So last season, he had back surgery. He injured his hamstring, and he obviously had that infamous glute injury. Um, you know, insert Kelly Oubre jokes, whatever. But, you know, when he was healthy, you know, he wasn't a bad player. When he was healthy, you know, he put up 13 points. Uh, you know, 13 points per game, uh, nine rebounds off 62% from the field in 25 minutes. Now, you know, shoot me if I'm wrong, but those look like backup center numbers. Those are quality numbers for a backup center. Um, I think if he was healthy, I think he would be signed already. But because right now, Dwight Howard is on the Memphis Grizzlies and he's expecting to be bought out. But I just, you know, these are like, these are pretty good numbers. I just think that there's so much slander against Dwight Howard's name that, you know, I, that, that people are really discrediting and people are really forgetting that Dwight Howard was a, you know, he won the dunk contest. He won defensive player of the year a bunch of times. He took a, like, oh my God, he took that Magic's team in 2009. He had, he beat, I think the Celtics, he beat LeBron in the playoffs. He was a really good player. Obviously not the same player that he was, but you know, Dwight Howard is still serviceable. And I think that because of his in, his injury history, I think it's unlikely that the Lakers right now are going to sign him. So I think he's one of the least likely candidates. And also too, you know, the Lakers, the, the Lakers, they didn't forget about what happened back in, you know, was it 2012, 2013 or whatever, where he, where he left. Um, so... I, I think this is very unlikely that Dwight's, that we're going to get Dwight Howard. But if he looks if he's healthy and he looks good, I think he would be a good fit. All right. So the next player that I'm going to mention, I'm going to mention him kind of briefly because I'm not necessarily nuts about him, is uh, Joakim Noah. So Noah was actually he actually didn't put up bad numbers last season. He you know so he averaged 16.5 minutes per game. He had seven points, uh, six rebounds, and averaged one block. Um, you know, he's not the same player that he used to be, but he's still like, sort of like Dwight, he's still serviceable for a backup center. He's not bad. 
Um, he's just not as athletic as I would like to see our backup center. He's definitely lost a step. Um, and my biggest thing with, with Noah is that he just really doesn't offer anything on offense. I've, I've watched a lot of his highlights and it's a lot, it's just him sort of being open or a put back and he just, he really isn't doing, he really isn't doing much. And he's not the same player that he was in Chicago. But what I do like about him is that he does have really good size because he's 6'11". Um, but I do think that he's a he's a very viable option for the Lakers. I don't really want to see him. Uh, I think he's a slow plotting center, decent defense, and he's going to be a dud on offense. So I'm not super nuts about Joakim Noah. But again, that is that is still a legitimate option for the Lakers. Now, the next candidate is by far my favorite candidate to, for the Lakers to sign. And to be quite honest, I'm not sure why he isn't signed. I think he, it would make a lot of sense for this player to be signed. But this next player is Kenneth Fareed. Now, like I said before, this is the best candidate for the job. Fareed is a very high energy player off the bench. Um, he showed that last season, you know, he was capable of being a quality backup center in Houston. And which also means he's used to playing in the West. Which, you know, it's really important because he's used to battling against the Warriors and, um, I don't know, like the Spurs and all these other good teams. Um, so, so last season, he he averaged 24 minutes per game and he averaged 13 points, 8 rebounds, and 1 block. You know, these are those are pretty good statistics. And Kenneth Fareed, he was someone that people sort of forgot about. You know, he kind of died off a little bit in Denver. But, you know, he's, he's looked really good. He's looked like a very uh, solid piece and he's like I said he's very energetic very very athletic and now my only knock on him is that he's 6'8 but like I said before the center position is essentially dead in the NBA so you know there's a lot of small ball going on in the NBA so I don't see why this would be such an issue now you know that's what everyone's saying you know Kenneth Fareed he's you know he's a good player but he's really small to play the five but but let, let me just pause really quick because this is something... No, I think this is a bit of a double standard. Okay? Because this is this is what I don't understand. So, Kenneth Farid is undersized. But if the sick, but if the, uh, the Los Angeles Clippers start Montrez Harrell at center, it's totally okay. Montrez Harrell is the same height as Kenneth Farid. They're both 6'8". So, I just don't understand how, how one of these guys is undersized. And the other one, it's like this genius move to put Harrell to play the five. I just don't understand it. I know... I want to make something very clear. I'm not saying that Kenneth Fareed is as good as Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell obviously is a better player, but I'm just saying it, they're sort of similar in comparison. Uh, Harrell only averaged three points more per game. They shot nearly the same percent from the field, and Harrell actually had two less rebounds than Fareed. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. And you know, like, like you know, things like this, I just really don't understand. But anyways, um, you know, Kenneth Fareed is a very, very fast player. He's very athletic, high energy kind of guy. And, you know, most importantly, he's not a head case. You know, he really understands his role. And, you know, he understands he's a backup center. He's going to provide a lot of, like, energy, a lot of athleticism, a lot of, you know, he could run the floor too. Um, yeah, so I really like him. I really hope the Lakers sign Kenneth Fareed. I'm, I'm really surprised that a lot of teams like haven't gone after Kenneth Freed, and he's only like 29 years old. So there's just a lot of good things that I like about Kenneth Freed. So, so obviously, you know, since this whole news about um, Demarcus Cousins sort of broke out, I wanted to end this. I kind of wanted to end this episode with this question, okay? Because everyone's freaking out about this Demarcus Cousins injury. Um, 
I wanted to end this on. I wanted to end this episode on this question: Which center in the Western Conference conference are you scared of? Is it DeAndre Jordan, Stephen Adams, Clint Capella? Now, the only center, legitimate center that I see in the West that would realistically that that could that actually plays the five that could cause problems is Carl Anthony Towns. Now, I'm not including um, Nikola Jochik because I view him more as a power forward. He plays more as a power forward. Um, but, you know, like I said before, the center position, they just don't use it in the NBA. They really don't. And um, especially in the West, too. You know, we don't have to go up against Joel Embiid. We don't have to go up against um, any of these other guys. We don't have to go up against Drummond. So we don't have to go up against Al Horford. You know, we're in the Western Conference, and yes, the Western Conference is very good, but the Western Conference, they don't have a lot of fives. And essentially, the Lakers are losing a position that kind of doesn't really exist as much anymore in the NBA. So anyway, so try and stay as optimistic optimistic as you can, Laker fans, because there are still a, a lot of solid options out there for us. Um, I'm really curious to see who we use this, you know, who we try to fill fill in for DeMarcus Cousins. Um, like I said before, I don't think this is necessarily something that like I'm not concerned about. I'm obviously upset that we did lose DeMarcus Cousins. I think it would have been really cool to see him and Anthony Davis do this kind of twin tower action. Um, and I think, like I said before, he was posed for a really good comeback season. But um, anyways, guys, so you guys let me know what you think for, um, the, you guys let me know who do you want to see the Lakers try to replace DeMarcus Cousins with. And also, I, I want to throw in there too, I'm not done with some of the NFL preview series. There's, I think, a team or two more that I'm, I'm going to touch up upon. But I want to take a quick break from that just because this news was so interesting. And, you know, i got a sweet spot for my Lakers. So, anyways, guys, thank you so, so much for listening. My name is Teddy Ragsack, and you're listening to TED Talk Sports.